0: Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani.
1: This is Jake Scott. Gary of Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry
0: Little. Tom Vicarito. Don Nottingham. Otto
1: Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug for from the 1972 undefeated Miami
0: Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Cotillo Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or we'll call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello.
1: Okay, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. And I'll be joined shortly alongside Rich Van Zandt. As the Miami Dolphins have just uh, an absolutely dismal day at home against the Detroit Lions, falling 32-21, and uh, it just gets worse from there. As um, uh, the 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 Dolphins' season is just basically uh, on a cataclysmic brink right now. They fall to four and three. Uh, they've relinquished first place as we said that that was coming now the New England Patriots win they're five and two the Dolphins four and three and then the rest follow along with that but much bigger news than just where they stand as far as that goes uh, as the Dolphins are just intimated by injuries to many key key players uh, Albert Wilson goes down looks like it's going to be a year-ender on that with his hip uh, which was a thing that I had feared when I had saw it um, Kenny Stills, we don't know what's wrong with him, but he's going to miss the, uh, Texans game to say the least, you know, Ryan Tannehill is, is still out for that, uh, and, uh, you're getting, you have injuries on the offensive line that are beginning to show rampantly, uh, terrible game by both the offensive and defensive line, uh, so, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where this kind of goes, but, uh, it is certainly not looking good, and, um, the dolphin injury problems uh, on wide receivers now are at an all-time high, so that that's an alarming thing that we need to talk about. Uh, also, the, the the dolphins are just uh, they're just struggling in a lot of different areas right now. They, they lose to Detroit, which was a weird matchup to begin with because. Um, you know they they don't play that team great all the time anyway and uh they they've uh you know it's just it's just a strange matchup when you get an NFC team like that um and uh and now you're going to uh look to go out to to Houston for a, a Thursday nighter um to try to salvage uh I guess what what halfway mark what it, you know, is as far as the season goes, because we both see what's uh, ahead of us, and and it's, it's not looking grim, so, and I know Rich has a lot of thoughts uh, as well on there, so, um, without further ado, Rich, this is the first thing I'll say, as far as, if you had a nightmare scenario, as far as what's the worst case scenario of what could go wrong, Injury-wise, for the Miami Dolphins in 2018, they are pretty much there, wouldn't you say, losing their two offensive linemen. Now they're losing two wide receivers. Their most electric player this year has been Albert Wilson, and now he's going to be out most likely for the season. Uh, Tannehill injured already, right, and you don't know what's going on with that. Two games already, and it's going to be three, and and who knows after that. Um, Just really the worst-case scenario for this team. You can't get much worse and you know I told you they were lying about Tannehill and they got caught red handed last week and the league's investigating and I think this is a lot worse than anybody's like letting up to. I mean injury or what they're getting it, investigated no, on? No, well they're getting investigated for lying about the injury. So what's worse? You know, the, the injury you're saying? Yeah, I think the injury is much worse than they're letting it on. I mean they say surgery's not an option. To me that tells you that it should be an option. It's probably done for the year. You know,
0: they're, they're right. lying
1: through their teeth about this again. Hey, okay, Do you expect anything you know, left? I week, mean, that's... this isn't a week a week injury. You can tell, you know, the way they're acting. Right, right. Well, my thing on that, since you came out of the gate on the Tannehill thing, I've never seen such bizarre injuries on a, on a player in my entire life of watching sports. And, no. you, know, you know, I go back two years ago where he hurt his knee. It looks like he tore ligaments. This could be really bad, too. It's just a sprain. No surgery is going to be required. He's week to week. Don't know if he's going to be able to play the next couple of games in the regular season. That turned out to be not playing the regular season, but he should be ready for the playoff game. That turned out to be not ready for the playoff game. Turned out to be an entire year loss after that. And then he comes back now, and you have the same kind of result. We've seen him get in the Cincinnati game, although they're not talking about that at all. And that's where he got injured and then he comes in yeah, here yeah. and he has that yeah, that late hit he got he got hurt on. And then you got discomfort while throwing on Wednesday. More discomfort on Thursday to
0: yeah, he's out
1: Yep. and then now he's out again, and now he's out again yep. for the Texan game, and you said surgery. It's just a very weird scenario with him, and I don't know how much is him, how much is the team, but it's just very strange. I've never seen this kind of injuries take place on a player. No. It's very bizarre how they're – you know, you can tell when they're folding too. I mean, you know, just like nobody even mentioned surgery, and, you, and they say surgery is not an option, you know. Yeah, I don't really understand what that means. What does that mean that that surgery is not an option? Meaning what? They don't know what's wrong with him. I, mean, I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I don't know if they're trying to say it's not bad enough where surgery is required, or is it uh, we're not going to give him surgery? We're going to see if it heals by itself. And go back to the voodoo doctor again. I don't know. I have no idea because that's how they screw his thee up. I know, but it's you know is that because I, I he doesn't want surgery? I don't know. I got a feeling that we have seen Tannehill under center for the Miami Dolphins for the last time. Uh, I don't think it's ha- I think he's going to be out for the year, and I don't think he's back. Well, you know what? I, I, I that's Obviously, that's taking the extreme point of it. I can't really argue that because I can't tell you that he's coming back either. It's so bizarre that, that if you tell me, is he definitely coming back this year? I can't say that he is after what we that, went through with him for the last two years. No, I, I, it probably will be 50-50 at best, and if he doesn't, I would say that his tenure with the Dolphins is done, and even if he does, I think there's a good chance his tenure with the Dolphins is done. So, you know, I, I you, you know, that's not a. I know you, you know, the shock value of some of the comments you make. I don't think that it really is even off the charts. To sure. I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm you're I just, yeah, I'm not accurate. even trying to be shocking with that. I just that's how I feel. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's yeah. gonna play again, and I think that's it. You know? No, I think you're accurate with that. I, I I think you're. I hope you're not. I mean, I hope he comes back. I think you're accurate with that. And uh, and who knows? Uh, you know. And that's just the start of it because I think this team is playing without him better than they did last year. But the injuries that they've been sustaining, I don't think any team can can play at a high level with these kind of injuries. It started off oh, with the just, two offensive linemen. You just <laughs> lost. You just lost your only bright spot on the team, really. You know? Maybe both of them. Maybe both of them. Albert Wilson's been phenomenal. He's been the best offensive spark they could have asked for. A great signing. And that's such a shame because he looks like he's gonna be out for the year now with a hip injury. And And it didn't look good when it happened. (laughs) And guess what? Are they ever the same when they come back from a hip injury? Yeah, I mean, there's only – you know, the only ones that I can remember are who's that guy that was on the, the 49ers wide receiver that then went to the Giants, had a devastating hip injury. You know the wide receiver I'm talking about? No, um, I don't really know who you mean.
0: No. He was Jerry
1: Rice's next guy, you remember. And, uh, he's very, very big. I just can't think of his name right now. Um, sure, uh, sure, um. Mike, uh, what the heck's his name? Uh, he was a very good receiver. He was Jerry Rice's number two guy, won the Super okay. Bowl with them. And uh, and then um, uh, who caught the touchdown pass in the Super Bowl? The 49ers Super Bowl. No, the 49ers beat the Bengals in that second one. Oh, it John Taylor was a giant? No. Mike Shepard, who... I, I can't think oh, of who was, I they know had, who you talking about. You know who I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 he had yeah, a yeah, bad yeah. hip injury. Not he terrible. did come back yeah. from it, but he was never the same, like you said. He's and the only same. other one that I can really think of is, of course, Bo Jackson. It's a nasty, nasty place to get injured, and in. it never bodes well. And I really hope that this is not the case with Albert Wilson. I'm hoping that it's, you know, something that's going to be correctable and he'll be able to get, you know, but he relies on speed. He's one of the fastest guys in the NFL. That that yeah, me it, It's not a good thing you know, Now uh, the latest report I got today is Kenny Stills Is that it, it's a groin issue um, And you know uh, It's a week to week kind of thing But they're doing an MRI And again you don't know how that goes Because if there's a tear in there That could be like an offer doll thing Where you got you know Week to week turns into a year and a half You know with the abdomen thing. <laughs> yep. So you, you you don't know. It's not a good, these are not good injuries, you know? They're not no, not, for, not for speed guys. No, hell no. No, Not for nope. speed guys, you know. You know, so you you have that that you're dealing with now. You already have a depleted offensive line which probably had it close to its worst game of the year. Um, they it just seemed like they, they were getting dominated, you know, on yeah. both sides of the ball. I mean, I think that's why the defense struggled at times is because they were just getting dominated. The defensive line was non-existent yesterday, non-existent, and the uh, and the offensive line seemed like it was getting battered around pretty good as well. Oh, it was a sieve. Yeah, they couldn't run the ball with a leg. They gave up on the defensive line. When they gave up, one guy had like 170 yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. It really was. They ran all over them. Uh, it was really bad. You know, it a really was. You know that? Well, I mean, it's, 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 I Every wouldn't know that watching the game. You know, no, I, I wouldn't no, know. you have to look at the stats. No, you're absolutely right. We're um, Yeah, well, we tend to do that a lot of times. I think that that guy. Uh, on Johnson had, like, 160 yards against us yesterday. That's what I need. And Blunt, had, and Blunt had, like, another 50, and there was, the you know, Tate on that one play, probably close to 250-plus yep. 250, 250 yards on us they had on the ground. And it's very hard to win like that. The one thing I will say, though, I think Brock Osweiler did a good job. I think he did a good job. He had some really nice passes in that game wasn't his fault that they lost that game. You know, He's he's been much better. He's been playing better this year than he ever has. His throws and, and that. I mean, he's, he's Brock Osweiler. He is what he is. But, you know, uh, I just, I mean, I think he's played much better than Jay Cutler did last year. And, you know, oh. he still, what do you have? Like, you think he had, you know, he had two touchdowns, no picks yesterday, um, you yeah. know, over 200. He, he played good. He, I don't think he played great. I'm not saying that. He played great the week before. But I think he played good. And he, there was a couple pinpoint passes that he made that were very impressive. So I guess what I'm saying is I feel more comfortable with Tannehill being out with him there than I did, you know, in previous times, even with Matt Moore. But, um, you know, we'll see how far that takes you. You're going out to play the Texans, so obviously there is some, uh, you know, personal – stuff going on there with him playing his ex-team and we'll see how that shakes out but uh, you know the defense is really going to have to step up there because in my mind you know I've always been high on DeAndre Hopkins I think he might be the best receiver in football right now and he's playing unbelievable so they got their they got their match made out out there it's not going to be easy to go out there we don't play well against that team anyway I think we've beaten them one time in the history of the organization right yeah no, not much work, more than right? that. One time, I think. That's the only time I can remember yeah. ever beating them. And we've played yeah. them, you know, enough times that that's the thing. We've probably played them eight, eight times probably at least. So, uh, yeah. There's some I mean, brutal it's, it's, ones in there. Yeah. Well, they're close, but you get brutal ones by, you know, I remember the guy came in and kicked a 58-yarder with no time left. That about. was a run like, like Didn't he have, like, three 50-yarders in that game or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the worst one that I can remember there, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, like we're saying, so this is not going to be easy. And this season, you know, we talked about this, and we knew the two key games and where this was going to lead, and now you're basically, this is a huge game Thursday night. Huge game, right? I mean, this is going to really well, determine. You're 4-4 at four, four, oh, the, the, four, four the midway point, or you're 3-5 uh, and at the midway point, you know? And I think we both know three and five at the midway point is going to get real ugly with the teams that are remaining in the schedule that remain. Oh, there's no question. I mean, we we played the easier part of the schedule so far. We we played a lot of our home games already, and a lot of the home games are you know early this year. We're not going to have that advantage going into. the but wait, wait, wait. You're off on that though, right? We'll be we'll be five and three if we win, and four and four, right? right correct yeah 5 and 3 right 5, five correct. and 3 which uh, it was it's a huge difference it really is it is it's it's another key swing game because 4 and 4 you know you're 8 and 8 at the first half of the year that's what you are yep. and now you have got to improve that going into the second but 5 and 3 you know you're 10 and 6 so you you know it's a little different they have tough games coming up you know they have all the division games i mean they you know it's not going to be an easy task like you just said so um you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think you got the Packers down the road, right? Uh, besides the division games, you got the Vikings. Uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy. The Ravens somewhere well, down said, there. But, you know, when when, you, uh, when you're when you not that good to start with it and you get all these injuries to mount up, it's insurmountable. I mean, we have really no receiving core at this point. No, you know? and, and speaking I mean, of which, you know. We're going to have to bring Parker back on the roster this week. Well, I mean, did you read all the games they're playing with him? Did you hear what his agents were uh, Yeah, I did and I wanted so to get crazy. into that. Yeah I, yeah, I was gonna get into that. But go on. why don't you tell everybody what the what the agent has said and it's particularly in well, the he agent. That, case. Says, that gaze is a joke and and he and he's completely lying about my client. And you know, they're they're they basically now there's really nothing wrong with him. And that, you know, why he isn't playing, he doesn't know. And uh, you know, on and on. I mean basically like, you know, he's buried for some reason. And then they have the goal. To be shopping around, asking a third-round pick. Who's going to give you a third-round pick for somebody who you won't play yourself? When you have right, with the which is it's it's just a joke, isn't it? I mean, you you don't play yeah. the guy yourself. You're saying he's bad influence. He's got a bad attitude, and yet you're shopping him around like he's this phenomenal player that needs to have a first-round value, which is ridiculous. Then it went to a third, and I still don't see that happening either, you know? It's just, it's really insane, uh, the way it's whatsoever. At all. How can you negotiate for a third-round pick when you're not playing them yourself, when you have problems with the position? Right. It doesn't make any sense. and now, if you looked around the league today, the Raiders trade their number one receiver today, too. So there was some talk yeah. that the Dolphins might try to entertain that. But uh, he went for, he goes to the, the Cowboys now first for a round first pick. round pick. First round, right? Yeah. Remember, I told you he was available a couple weeks ago. I told you that Gruden was looking to get right of him. What's your feeling on him? I never loved him. He was in the same draft as Cooper. He was, you know, as a as Parker. He was a first round pick that year coming out of college. I, I was never in love with him. I mean, I thought he was a disappointment at this level. You so, know, I, I don't I don't, know, I don't. I don't. I think it's. A, I don't really I think him. the Dolphins gave back up a pick back for. Him. If the Dolphins gave up a first round pick for Amari Cooper right now, I wouldn't be happy. You would be happy. Game. No, I would. No. I wouldn't. And I'll tell you, I think that, you know, if, if they gave up a third-round pick and Devontae Parker, yeah, I might be able to live with that, but I wouldn't want right. to give up a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. I don't think that he's, you know, going to change no. your team that much. I mean, I can understand, I guess, why Dallas is doing it, but um, you know, it's and I don't look at that trade anywhere near what I look at the Khalil Mack trade that Gruden made. In fact, this is probably a good trade that he made. It's going to hurt them this year, but they're not really doing anything this year anyway. And, and I think that, you know, they're stacking up those picks. So, you know, I don't think that that's a terrible move, getting rid of him there. But as far as the Dolphins needing help, I'll be honest with you, Rich. At this point in the game... The Dolphins are in a position. The Dolphins are in no position to be giving up number one picks for anybody at this point. This is what the Dolphins know? should be doing right now. This is what the Dolphins should be doing right now. They should be saying, Devontae Parker, you're suiting up Sunday, and you're going to play like the receiver that you're supposed to be. Leonte Carew, you're on our practice squad. You've been here for three, four years, right? Back and forth and all this. Now is your chance get your uniform on, and let's see what these two guys could bring to the table. Because there's no downside to it. And you don't go out no. making moves to bring in wide receivers at this point, do you? No, you're I mean, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, th- that's what you do. And, 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 and I yep. don't know, you know, I'm hoping Kenny Stills is not going to be a really bad injury. That's going to be for a while. But that's the move. That's what you do at this point. You don't go out trading and doing stupid nonsense. You, you keep your healthy guys. Obviously, Grant's going to be playing more in, as a receiver. And you bring those two guys up. And they're supposed to be so good anyway. We'll give them a shot. This is it. And stop the nonsense with Devontae Parker and game. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. It's very Ajayi like. Very Ajayi like. It's the same kind of thing where he didn't like Ajayi and then he was sitting for no reason. And then they give him away. It's just ridiculous. Enough is enough. And, you know. Uh, I mean, that's the way I look at it, and, you know, I'm assuming that you agree to some some. Yeah, standard, no, I, but... I agree with you. They should, they should play both of them and see what's going on. I mean, there's, like, you know, I, listen, this team's not going deeper than the playoffs. I don't even think they're no. going to make the playoffs. So yeah, listen, I was going to just... say, at best-case scenario, they make the playoffs. I don't even know if they're doing that. So what's the downside to it? Not that they are, but
0: they're... I know.
1: I know. I don't, you know, listen, I wouldn't want this job to fix this team at this point. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> sure, if I could replace oh, you. Know, you but would, but I, don't that I know that way. No, know I what know I'm what saying. you're saying. Yeah, it's I know a, what you're it's saying. A, you've been left a mess, you know? Yeah. No you've doubt. You've been left a mess. Because what are you going
0: to yeah, build yeah. around? Yeah. I'll right, right back after this. Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Cotillo Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associate's Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello.
1: Dolphins Legends show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, as we uh, broadcast live recapping Miami Dolphins 32-21 defeat at the hands yesterday of the Detroit Lions and uh, of course you can check us out on iTunes, just go Pat Citello show right there, you can download all our we uh, can have all our latest episodes just automatically sent right to your phone or send us any questions, comments Pat show at Yahoo.com you know Rich, so uh, when you look at this team, and you said, you know, I want want to uh, fix this mess or whatnot. I-, I think that there is talent on the defensive side of the ball. I, I think that especially in the secondary, there's a lot of talent there. And that's what's well, – obviously, they were the second-ranked defense, cause I think, coming into the game in the whole NFL, you know. So they've done some good things. But I think that, that the defensive line, and, of course, some of that linebacking crew is really, really exposed in a lot of areas. Now, there have been injuries. We didn't mention the defensive line injuries, but there have been many. I know Cameron Wake came back yesterday. I didn't even spot him. So, he obviously wasn't a factor in any way. I didn't even spot him. Did you? No, nah, he really didn't do anything. I uh, didn't even see him, though, yeah. I'm saying. I, I I know he was there and he played, no, I but I didn't, I didn't really I, I even... saw him in some place. He played. Uh-huh. I can't it's tell you that, f- but I saw him. What's that? Well, who who was a factor? The pass rush was atrocious. The the, they can't terrible. stop the run. Yeah, the it was absolutely terrible. terrible. Now there have yeah. been injuries to that line, so you know you have to point that out. And and, and you said it too when uh, what's his name got hurt. You you mentioned that 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 was well, a when, big uh, injury. Yeah. Yeah, when Hayes went down. When Hayes went down, that that was a big injury, you know, and. and and obviously, you're seeing results from that. You really are, because who's yeah. having a good year? And um, you know, it's just again, they're getting decimated in a lot of different areas. But that's the first game that I watched that I could really see the line of scrimmage being dominated on both sides of the well, ball. Did you have any? Did you have any feeling watching that game yesterday that they were going to win? No, I really didn't. Not uh, not yeah. after, like, you know, very early on. I just wasn't getting that feeling that they were going to be able to come back. And the main reason I wasn't was because I didn't get any confidence that they were going to be able to defensively stop them. They just seemed like they were able to do what they wanted when they needed to do it. You know, I, I felt will. like yes. offensively – I felt offensively they might have been able to put a couple drives together and score the points that they needed to do, but I didn't feel like they were going to get the opportunity with the way the defense was playing because they just were really not stopping them at any point. And, and when they finally were able to stop the run, they would come up with a big pass to the tight end and, you know, big passing play here and there. So, so I didn't really get any confidence that they would win that game, and, and they didn't. Our linebackers are terrible, this Baker and uh Mcmillan really stink they yeah and and i' and I've only said this to you and you, you know i and I really believe this Kiko Alonso is a big play maker, and if you surround him with good talent, I think he would be a pro ball guy, but when you don't and it's just him. He can really get exposed out there. And McMillan yep. and uh and, and um you no know, what you just said Baker. it, uh and Baker. Baker. I mean looked ooh. There was times in that game where they were just getting eaten alive. Especially it's Baker. Special. Yeah, ba- Baker's a rookie and then you know, McMillan's the guy We drafted last year a Blues' D that was supposed to be the. I mean, I guess you could put them both in a rookie class, right? I mean, McNeil was never played until this year. uh, You know, God Almighty, what a disappointment! This guy's supposed to come in here and do something. He's awful. Yeah, I don't see him like with the 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 caliber of player that they said he was going to be. I mean, I'm healthy that he's. I'm, I'm happy that he stayed healthy. For this year so far But I don't see that at all I'm not seeing the, the I mean they, they almost made him like he was going to be A Khalil Mack type of player When he first came in right? They didn't even they didn't address the position Because they just wrote him in like everything was in right. Right, as if was this guy was back. like Lawrence Yeah as if he was Lawrence yeah, Taylor And got hurt yeah. And I, I just don't see that I mean yeah. I, I don't know I, like, I understand not, you, don't, you don't see it because it's not there you know, yeah. they want something to be true, and they, they convince themselves it is. Right. Because, I mean, I, I I know he's still trying to just learn the ropes, and, and like we said, he is, you know, it's just basically his rookie year, first year playing. Um, but I don't know. I'm not seeing it
0: to no, that degree. Not a good
1: ball player. I wouldn't say he's not a no. good ball player, but he's certainly not the impact like uh, he was dubbed to be, you know. I, I, mean, I remember uh, one play he made all year. Yeah, I think I know the play you're talking about as well. What was that in the Jet game? Yeah, I think he, I think the Jet ran into him. But it's still, it's just very disappointing. Yeah. And, I and didn't expect he, it, but very disappointing. Right. And, you know, the secondary, like, you know, there's talent there, but – you know that could get exposed too and it could get exposed when you're getting dominated that much in in the other areas there's always going to be seams and and stuff like that and you know I think Xavier Howard is a star and I think that obviously Orsay uh, Jones and and uh and and even McDonald you know safety you're very, and, and of course you know Fitzpatrick I mean the um you know the safety position is real strong uh you know so I mean, there is some bright spots there, and that's why the team has been playing well. But, you know, we've talked about it. It's all turnovers. When this team gets yep. turnovers, they win. When they don't, it gets ugly. And, you know, and Stafford is the kind of guy you could get turnovers from, but they just didn't have him yesterday because they were running the ball so well. Yep. When you run the ball that well, you know, <laughs> the good things come with that you know we're going to see we're going to see much more of that too yeah i i mean that that's not really what worries me in the texan game if that's what you're saying but yeah i, I understand they they are running the bill i mean uh lamar um miller had over a thou, uh, 100 last week did he was bench the week before he played yesterday yeah yeah he had over 100 i'm pretty sure I seen wow. a, a thing where he had broken a hundred.
0: Well, you know what so, scares I guess... me is
1: the receiver they have. The, the, you know he goes across the middle all the time. You know how great we are recovering that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's 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 a problem. That's definitely a problem. A huge problem. Because he has yeah, got think... he's got height height advantage. He's like Edelman being six four. You know, with speed. So we're in a well, lot of trouble I... When it comes to that. They have a very good tight end, which, you know, how we line up against that. That's another that's another X, you know. Well, the guy you're talking the receiver you're talking about, he's 6'4"? Isn't he 6'3", 6'4"? And, yeah. and playing in the slot? Because that doesn't really help well, you. Slot guys are he not – he, he goes across the middle a lot of the Texans, you know. And, right, and, you but know you don't saying, want that just kind, just kind of like, size. Oh, he's done. Don't, but those guys, those slot guys, the you don't want them that size. Oh Edelman is the Amadoulos. He goes up, and gets the ball, then he's gone like a gazelle. We can't Yeah, that, that could. There's no doubt that that that's gonna hurt us. I, I know that. But I'm saying, like you said, like a six four Edelman, you wouldn't be playing in that position though. The Edelman is the size that well, they're those, those guys shine. I'm just saying he's not always a slot guy, but he runs that play a lot. You know? Right. of Across right. the middle, and then he's gone, and we don't cover that for for anything. Well, I guess we're going to find that out in a hurry yeah. because not only do we have these injuries, but you have, th- you know, basically three days to rest now because it's a Thursday yeah, no, night wonderful. game. And yeah. The timing, of, yeah. it's just it's unbelievable, like, the timing of it, you know. It it, it, it never road, seems too. to benefit us. On the road, no less. It, it never seems to benefit us, right? No. <laughs> it just seems like... No. Uh, you know, when you want the, the bye week or when you want a longer time span, uh, it just never seems to work out that way. And this seems like it's oh, one of those times. Our roster is, you know, it's insane. Like, you know, the Patriots lost Sony Michelle yesterday. You don't know, need just go yeah. and find somebody else to replace him Yeah, He's not they that bad at... either, by the way. He's week to week. He's not that bad. For an, an injury that was supposed to be devastating, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but he was supposed to be out for the year. Now he's yeah. not. Uh, but you know what? They picked up again last week. Right. You watched them right. to beat. Not, not a, a beat. To beat. Like you're so right. I mean, they'll pick up guys, and they they will not miss a beat. And and since Edelman's come back now, they're they've pumped it up. They're on a completely different level. We talked about it. I mean, it, you know, the facade that we watched for. You know, the first few weeks of the season is quickly, quickly changing. I mean, they're in first place right now. They're playing the best football that they've played all year, and it's just scary because you know that it's going to just get better. And they're going to – they went by us yesterday, you know. And they're not going to look back. We're, we're in the middle way, they went past us, and they just we're seeing the very tiny tail lights at this point. They're right, gone. and they're not going to look back on it. Nope, they're really not. I mean, they're just gonna coast. At this point, I think they will.
0: Yeah. I
1: think they'll yeah, just start I, I to coast. And, yep. And you know, it's it, it, you know, it, it's very it's very difficult because year after year, you know, you look for this change and you look for you know something to to just the changing of the guard in some way, and and there's always like signs that, you know, there's chances that it's happening and it just always turns out to be the same thing. And I said before, like I really thought that the Dolphins had it all in their hands this year. That pivotal game when they played New England, New England was not playing well. They were off a bad loss to Jacksonville. There was dissension inside that locker room. You had an opportunity to beat that team where the press and everybody would have attacked Belichick and Brady in the infighting, and it really could have put a lot of pressure on them, and you got blown out. And, they, and we said it then, that this is a pivotal game. You're not going to get back. They're not going to look back on this. It would have, you're going to have a hard time. And that's exactly basically what happened, right? There's no question. You know, we we went to national TV again against our division rival and stunk it up. There's no other way to put it. And uh, no. you know, it, you know, forget about changing of the guards. I mean, we're not even close to that here. You know, no, we're but trying if you to we're, be- we're, we're but, trying to become the second best team in the division. We can't yeah, really watch out on that. Understandable, but Rich, if you would have beaten the Patriots, you would have had a three-game lead a three game win. I know that I know that so, uh, I I I hear what you're saying but you know what you would have really been in a good ch- good situation to to battle for this division and finally change the guard for once it, it really was that pivotal and you've seen how quickly and I said it then you won't recover from that loss not as far no, as the division they haven't, and they will not they recovered and and they're not going to no. recover this is that no. was their that was their chance this year. I mean, you're you're not going to catch them now. No, uh, I don't believe you are. I don't believe you are. And and you know, like we said, you know, you could talk about whether they get it in gear and and possibly fight for a wild card, but they won't get they won't catch them. And especially you know them coming down, they've already lost to them once. You lose to them again, then you lose another game in the standings because you lose the tie head to head. You know, they're already one back, uh, and it's just you know what's coming and how it's coming. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Nope. And, uh, yeah, and you know, it it gets very frustrating. It really does. Um, But, you know, I guess at this stage of the game, for what was out there, they made a lot of moves, but these injuries now seem to be all taking place on the guys they made moves on. Most of them. Yes. Yeah. A lot of them are right. You're absolutely right. You know, a a lot of the big freedom signs are out for the year. You know, so. and, yeah, and that said, bodes very badly, very badly for what this team's going to be able to do moving on, you know? So, I don't know. Okay. I guess Just we'll give see. How the she... yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about that. All right, we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll come on back and wrap it up right after this. When
0: ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the bowl for you. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a cope with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Roman. This is Mike DeMone from Fast Times of Ridgemont. Heights. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, mosaics, and stone, to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphin Pleasure Show with your host, Pat Catello. Life's saying, I'm moving and standing like same is
1: Back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant, As we come to the final stretch, the Miami Dolphins uh, basically fighting for uh, their season as they go out to uh, play the Houston Texans on a nationally televised Thursday night game uh, with the potential of uh, uh, going a 4-4 four and four or 5-3, or and three, as me and Rich have spoke about. This is a very pivotal point oh. in their season. Um, as you look around, Rich, and you see, uh, you know, the league, um, what, do you, what are your notes? What do you take? I mean, Drew Brees just threw his 500th touchdown pass. If you look at the four guys, I think, that are on there, I mean, it, it, it's something. I mean, they're all modern guys, so you see how much the game has changed. Brady is on there. Brees is on there. I think Peyton Manning and I think Brett Favre, who maybe is an older player, but he played a long time and played into this era. What's your take on it all? Rich, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Of course, I'm here. Okay, well. you. hear me? Yeah, I'm sorry. You must have went out. Sorry. I heard you. I couldn't. You couldn't hear me. I was talking. Oh, go ahead. Okay. What's your take on it? I'm sorry. I, said, you, you I, I guess you didn't hear. I said. I said. As you look around the league. Uh, as you look around the league, you have uh, Drew Brees throws his five hundred touchdown pass, and then as you look on the list, I think there's only four guys who have done it, but it shows that they're all modern-era guys. You have Brady on there, and then you have Peyton Manning, I think, and Favre, who was an older guy, but he played through this generation. He played a long time. It shows how much the game has changed, but still a monumentous accomplishment. You know, what, What's your take on that?
0: The take on it is our guy,
1: Mr. Marino, would have had about 1,000 Touchdown passes with these rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my take on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason he broke a 35-year-old record, and these other guys right. are breaking a record that it's they play leapfrog every other week. Leapfrog uh, every you know? year. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I, that's the thing when everybody looks at this, and we're not the only ones to say it. I mean, that would be so exciting to just to see what he would have been able to do in his prime in this kind of a game in this generation. Boy, that would be really something. They right? would change I mean, the I, rules so he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, they would have to because he would dominate <laughs> yeah. to that degree. Yeah, hey, right. you're right. He, yeah. They would have to change the rules the other way around so that he yeah. wouldn't be able to do it. I know. That's very true. Exactly That's a right. Good point. They're so team-faced, it's unbelievable, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting for the uh, Brett Favre ceremony when he broke Blanda's interception record. I. Still haven't seen that one. Yeah, you were big on that when it happened, right? Because when I said what happened, is the right? only one that's <laughs> going to stand. Yeah, I guess it will stand for a while. that one will be broken. <laughs> I, know I can break that one. What's your take on uh, looking around uh, the league as far as uh, teams that stand out? Uh, Kansas City, um, I think, is, is – Still, the most explosive team. That was a big win by New England last week when Kansas City went up there. But, oh, it wasn't, but they were in in a position to win that game, and uh, you know, which makes me think that you know it could be a little different next time around. But Kansas City still very, very explosive. They're they're very explosive, very good. The other team in the NFC, the Rams. I would really like to see them play somebody that was good. I mean, are they, yeah. they ever going to play a good team? I mean, it's getting a little yeah. ridiculous now. I mean, they play these patchy teams every week. I don't know their schedule, but I was thinking the same thing. I know they're undefeated right now, and obviously, you never like to see that. But it does seem like they're—they have not really been playing top echelon teams in the last weeks. And I don't know what their schedule is, but you would have to think that there's a couple big ones coming down the pike, right? Yeah, I think they, I think they play Navy next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a joke It really is <laughs> Yeah I I agree I, I see it You know and Like I said You know I never like to see An undefeated team You know When oh. you start getting Double digits That's when you start Waking up But But You know The competition Of who they've had Lately Is a little aggravating oh, it's, it's, it's it's atrocious It's really unbelievable <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So You just gotta hope Navy comes in prepared <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, wh- what do you think? Uh, I've heard some people say that Baltimore, you know, is is the sleeper team to actually win the AFC. Um, I don't know if I'm seeing that, but they are playing better than they've been playing. Did you see that that game yesterday? I yeah, I did, and it was. uh and the, and it was guys, very strange. just get it out of his mouth, man. He goes. You know, Tucker has not missed an extra point in his career. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you knew. I know. Oh, and, and, now, when. When he came on, and Tucker's a stand-up guy, and he he went and he faced it head-on with the press, and he said, "In every career, there's going to be one that you look back on and you and, and you regret and wish you had back, and this is it for me." And the first thing I thought of, well, he missed a bigger one out in New England for that playoff game, right? And then obviously he got redemption the next year and they won the Super Bowl, but that was huge when he missed that kick to go to the Super Bowl to beat he was Wasn't that him? May it not been. Who do you who think it was, was? Yeah, maybe uh, you're right. Maybe you're right. But it was that was an extra point. Remember, it was an extra point. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what was came in my point. mind. That was a field goal. Yeah, so I guess that don't count. Yeah, this thing. was an extra point. <laughs> right, right. That was a field goal. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean that that was a huge miss. If, uh, maybe that wasn't him. I just thought it was. Yeah, it may not have been. That was a long time ago. I don't know if it yeah, it was, was a while ago. It's possible it wasn't him. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was a, it's almost like the Gary Anderson one in Minnesota, right? Uh, well, this guy well. hasn't missed all year. He's never yeah. going to miss. That's well, right. the, Cowboys game, the Cowboys game ended yesterday on that ridiculous penalty that they made him go back five yards, and that guy misses a 53-yarder. You know, it would have been a 48-yarder. That would have you know, been good for 48. Had, no. Yeah, it would have been. You, it so would have, the, you have been good. If it, uh, the, no, right! The missed extra point, and then and then that idiot of the uh, Titans, Rabel, going for it. You know, going for oh, two point conversion. The I'm, glad, game, you I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. We were both, you know, watching it. in London. I do not understand this. I, you know, what was so urgent that he needed to go for two in the win there? and not going to overtime, and then he does it, and he fails at it, and he gets a penalty reprieve, and he does it again and fails. I don't understand that. Why are yeah, you it going for the sense. win on th- there? That I made no I sense. No. I mean, guys lose their job over calls like that. That's just weird. I don't know yeah. what the urgency was to go for two. I really don't. Not, you know, if it's the last game of the year and you're going nowhere, okay, whatever, that's fine. But you know, this is not the this is the midway point of the year, I mean,
0: come on. Right.
1: You know? Right. Very stupid. It seemed very strange, it really did. And yeah. uh strange very strange day yesterday. A lot of yeah. blowouts yesterday, it seemed, you know. Seemed like the game was like really close or a blowout. There was nothing in between. Right. I agree with you. Now I think I know your answer going into Houston. I know you're not looking for much, and you, you know, I'm sure you think that they're not going to win this game. You know, uh, it's hard for me to play devil's devil's advocate a lot of times, which I always try to do with you. But um, you know, Brock Osweiler is going back there, and I think that's a plus for the Miami Dolphins. And I, I think that he'll be okay out there. Uh, the receiving core, like we talked about on our side. Very banged up. We don't know who we're going to have lined up there and what you're going to be able to do. It's probably beneficial to try to pound the ball going out there. You have Gore. This is a good game for Gore to just pound it and Drake and just go, you know, to try to Problem stop, stop them. They momentum. have a very good defense, you know? They, they have a very good defense, but um, I think you can run on them if you stay to it a little bit. But, um, what what are you anticipating as far as you know Brock Osweiler out there? I mean, you you think he's capable of of handling himself pretty well?
0: You know, I don't know
1: how much he really cares about going back there. He was there for ten minutes, right? He really wasn't there that long. They tried it. They oh. traded him pretty quickly, didn't they? I don't well, think he was he there qu- a full year. Oh, he right? wasn't there a full year. I thought. Oh, remember, I they thought traded he got him to Cleveland like right away. Remember? I know he had that. Huge contract out there, and I thought he had played. Yeah, uh, he, maybe he made, was made there one right. year, but he didn't play the whole year. He got hurt, then he came back, and they traded him right away to Cleveland. That's what so I thought. I, I thought like I a, thought he was. I don't think it's a big homecoming, you know. I, I thought he was there know? the full season, and then got traded the next. But you know, I could be wrong with that too. I, I don't. Uh, not necessarily a homecoming in that sense, but just you know, I, I think that he's got something that he wants to prove. Yes, I don't know if he's capable of that. That with this lineup, you know. No, I don't see them showing up. I think it's going to be another embarrassing national TV game. But you know, I hope I'm wrong. Now they don't play well on national TV. We know that. Uh, that's been something that's been a, a major thorn in our side. Um, so you know, we'll 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 see. I guess if they're able to overcome that national audience letdown which they've done numerous times and and uh twice this year already so um you know we we'll, we we'll, we'll see but uh you know I, I it, it, it's a weird game especially in that in that dome or whatever to play there you know um well the uh, I mean, Texans are playing very well right now too which is not bad Yeah good. No and you said it yesterday too you're like you know at the time like they're starting to to really get it together. Yeah. And they are. They start, They they turned the corner and we turned the wrong corner. Right. But, you know, like, uh, I mean, obviously injuries are a big part of why the Dolphins have turned the wrong corner too. So, mm-hmm. And that's yeah. something that doesn't change, which, which is scarier though. Because, like, you just say, yeah, that's the reason, but it's not going to get better. Because these guys, no. a lot of these guys are out for the year. out for the year. Yeah, they're out for the year. Off, yeah, out for the, the linemen, out for the year. Albert Wilson, most likely out for the year. You know, that doesn't get yeah. better. You could say, well, that's no. the reason why, but you're going to have to live with that. And so, in a lot of ways, you're better off just playing bad and getting it together on your own. And it's, this is a different case, you know, with, with injuries doing it. So, yeah, I it's guess we we'll see. It's not looking my friend. It really is I mean, you yeah. know, We're going down the same path again, you know. We've seen this movie. Doesn't, you know, no one cares uh, that we have injuries. Nobody cares. It's, It's whatever the record says it is. It's nobody. Nobody gives you anything for getting injuries. You know, we were talking a little bit about like managing, over managing. We, we with the baseball playoffs, we looked at Craig Counsell and how he's trying to outsmart the game, and and I think he, I think you get that a lot of times with uh, quote highly intelligent managers where they almost outthink themselves, and I get that feeling with Gase a lot that he just tries to overthink everything too many times, and it it, it just really comes back to bite them in a strategy kind of way. No, I do I understand what your point is with that. But I've never seen him – how do I want to say this? I never really view him as an intellect where he's trying to do something differently. I just think he has a bland, horrible offensive game plan, and I don't think he's overthinking it. I don't think he knows the hell he's doing. I think he's over his head. But yet, he wouldn't say that. He thinks he's one, and, and the reputation he has, even with Peyton Manning and a lot of these people, is that he is this well, genius in a sense. So it's no. not just out of left field. A lot no, no, no. of people believe that. You know, I, I'm, not
0: not genius, but I, but I, I'm not an offensive genius, but
1: I'm not an offensive genius, but 13 16, I'm not doing a delayed handoff, okay? Right. You know, if yeah, that's a well, genius, uh, then, uh, then, uh, then I'm missing some. Well, a lot of times that seems to be just throwing in the towel afraid of making a mistake. What irks me the most is when you're on the half-yard line and you go into shotgun time and time again. I don't understand that. What's the point of being on the half-yard line then? If that's the same play you got from the three. How about third and eight and you do a two-yard crossing pattern? Yeah, we do do that a lot. They do that a lot, you know. Um, some of it's checkoff, a lot of it's to use speed, but it does get aggravating when you know they're constantly in these, these these mid to long situations and they're throwing two yard passes with no no run after the catch. That gets very frustrating and it, it plays itself well, out you're quickly. you're throwing the ball two yards into the into coverage. You're throwing it after the lineman. And before the linebackers. So now you have right. linebackers, safeties, and quarterbacks converging on you. Where's where that going to lead to? Yeah. And the only time I seen it really successful was Amandola, because he was smart enough to know that you take it back out and around rather than keep right. it on the same path. You know, a veteran guy like that could sometimes do that. But, um, yep. but you're right. I mean, it, and, and one of the bright spots, now that you brought that up, one of the bright spots in this last game that they played was at least in the end they started throwing the ball deep. They weren't having a lot of success with it, but they were opening right. it up. And at least if they try. continue to do that, right? Yeah. You're gonna, you know, it'll it'll do some good things for you if you continue to do that. Which is why I don't understand. Like uh, there was a couple of times we watched, even in the game before the Denver game, you know, when it's like uh, uh, second and twenty or, 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 or second and fourteen and third and sixteen. You know, I don't understand why you don't just throw three long passes. I don't get that. Send Stills long. Stop. Doesn't work, send Wilson long. Send them again and then punt. It's like when they they got a first and 20, right? There was a couple penalties. They started the drive at first and 20, and they would hand off hand the ball. Off. I remember it distinctly. It was first and 20, yep. they handed it off, and then it was second and 18, right? They yep. did a two-yard pass, then it was third and 18, and they basically just gave up the next play with a run and punted. Now, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why don't you just throw the ball long? and if it's intercepted, it's a punt, but try it. you got big play guys. I never really understood that, and I still don't. It's just it's, it's just,
0: yeah, one of the things that not impressed me.
1: I'm not impressed with this guy's offense at all, not, 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 not whatsoever. You know, I don't think he's a good coach, Pat. I really, you know, I've seen enough. Yeah. Uh, I still think he's a good coach at this point. And I think a defensive coordinator is over his head, too. I don't know where we found this guy, but send him back. Yeah. This Burks yeah. takes. They speak so highly of you, I too. <laughs> I don't see any imagination. I don't see any, like, blitzes when there should be. There's nothing. It's the same bland approach every down. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, try I, I, something. I know. Try something. Because, obviously, the other way isn't working. Yeah. I agree. And there's times when I get very frustrated with it, too, and I still will. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you but on But, you know, that, you hey, know? Look this. I think a lot of this comes down to... When you have a starless team, you're not going to have exciting moments. I mean, you know, this team is built on the second-tier, third-tier players. There's not any superstars on this team. And, and I, I don't know if that's their philosophy or they're incapable of drafting or signing anybody better, but they, it's a starless organization. No, I'd say that that's their philosophy, and the reason why I would is because I think that they, at times, have had star-like players, and they get rid of them, obviously because yeah. of the salary and money, and also because of the power trip. But So I'd have to say it's strategy, because there's guys that you could argue were stars or on the verge of being stars that are now on other teams, and that's the reason why. And, you know, I... I, I I don't see any other reason for that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know, I understand what you're saying there, and I and I think you have a valid point, point. and I don't think they're strong enough all around not to have the star player here or there. You know, so it's it's ridiculous. It really is. You know, no doubt. The, we we had a proud franchise for years and years until this Ross bought this team, and I'll tell you something, man. Talking about chopping down a monument, right? Yeah. It's like the uh, pyramids that this guy did to his organization. <laughs> yeah. It's been rough. It's not easy for Dolphin fans. It's not, and you know, hopefully uh they'll be able to sustain some form of consistency but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Very bad consistency. We've been sustaining it for eighteen years now. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun at all, my friend. Well, that's our show for this evening, and uh, hopefully we'll have some better news next week as the Dolphins travel out to Houston to take on the Texans in another pivotal uh, AFC matchup, and uh, we'll see where the season lies. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped at a bar to have a break.
0: I am of say